Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is cheerilish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news, wrestling news, rumors, and injury report. Covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport. This week in wrestling, who made the book? Our second shelf full pay per view points game. Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about. So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out. Well, Clay's back. Back Did y'all miss me? Yeah, exactly. That was, ooh, that was a rough one. Yeah, yeah. How did you feel? You you deserve to be suspended. Jesus. <laughs> Zero. Zero points. Zero. I know. It was uh, kind of a rough one, but you know what? I'm here for redemption. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all that, though, because um, I, I've been spending all night and uh, ECW, um, AEW, um, they have a playlist now. Oh, oh man. Now, I tell you, it took me about an hour to do, but I did it, and I got all of their theme songs. Wow. Over oh, 100, right. it's like 150. Wow. Added to the five-second shuffle game, so it's AEW's on board with it now, too. I will tell you this. It is very, very difficult. Very oh, hard. I have one thing to say to you. Mm-hmm. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but and the reason why I'm saying that, though, is because, all right, now, uh, Inner Circle. Let's just bring that up, okay? Yep. That's on there. They have their own theme music. But so does Santana Ortiz, so does Jericho, so does... Sammy Guevara, yeah. and so does mm-hmm. Jake Hager. But here's the thing, and I'm this is a little hint for you guys. A lot of them starts with the inner circle. You'll hear it in the beginning of the song. It says inner circle. So your first instinct is gonna be, is it the inner circle? It's gonna nope. You gotta you got so you're gonna have to use your fucking heads on this one. Now that but to add make things worse. QT Marshall, he has three different entrance music. Wow. Does he really? Yes. Huh. And, I would have never thought that. And the fourth one with this bullshit uh, group. The he factory. Has. <laughs> the factory. Yeah. But that's not all. Cody Rhodes has about three. And then wow. he has an extra one for the Nightmare family. Uh, uh, Dustin, he has, I think, two. And, of course, including in the Nightmare family. Um, who else? Uh, the Pinnacle, same shit, same thing. And there's legends on there too. Legend. Wow. But check this out. Um, AEW, since they started, right? They've had one offs. You know, one, I don't want to give it, what? Well, nah, fuck it, I can give it away. <laughs> Bret Hart. How many times have you seen Bret Hart in AEW? Once. 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 And that was to introduce the uh, belt, right? Yep. He has his own interest in music. 
What? <laughs> and it's on there. I swear to cow. It's on there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's on you there. You swear to Kyle? Cow. Cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Roll Express. They're on there. An AEW. Wow. <laughs> I've only seen them yep. twice. Was... Got power bomb. Dean Malenko is on there. Sting. He has two entrance music. I couldn't tell. <laughs> you guys are going to be quite upset. And, and the thing of it is, it's not just the males, the females, too. Nyla Rose, I think she has two. Um, Penelope Ford has three. Wow. wow. I did not know that. I was like, what the hey. hell? <laughs> Why? Why? Why did they That's do that? music. That's a lot of music. What? You know that what? It is. I added in there to make it that much difficult for you guys. So that you know, because it's been W mainly WWE. So yeah. you should be studying. And Elio, he's not here to defend it, is he? Nope. So guess what? Elio is stripped of the title. Yes. As of today. Yep. He's supposed to be here to defend it. So his title has been stripped. And it's not just from me. This this came from the wrestling POV president. So got him. He might have to have a word with him. Instead of me, I mean, I just you know, you just report it. Yeah. I just report it. That's it. You know, nothing I can do. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You should have been here. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's get started with the show. Uh, I know I threw the bombshell on you guys. I can see the looks on your faces that you're upset. You're pissed off. But you, you know what? Oh well, you should have been studying. Uh, <laughs> and then actually, as of this weekend, I will be adding ECW into the mix too. Oh Lord. Oh yeah. boy! Oh God! It's like missionary over and over again. Wow! <laughs> hey, when you're good at missionary, you know. Hey, <laughs> hey! If you have a woman ready for missionary for the past twenty years, yeah. you better... <laughs> you're doing something right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, we're getting nasty. <laughs> just a little bit. We're getting just nasty. All right, uh, spotlight this week, Goldberg, Rick. All right, Goldberg. Goldberg is in the spotlight. Has Goldberg completely destroyed his legacy? Uh, Clay, going to go to you first, man. Has Goldberg completely destroyed his legacy since returning to WWE? I feel like he has. I feel like yeah. with these matches that he has been having, these like one and done, you know, matches and all that. And I think it really started when he fought against Undertaker there at Saudi Arabia. It's just, it was a bad match. It, I think it hurt him more than, and it hurt Taker more than anything. And I feel like these one and dones that he's coming in and expects the title, it's just hurting what he already started back in WCW and even when he was starting in WWE. So I would have to say yes. I feel like it is hurting him. Wow. Tony completely destroyed his legacy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But not only that match he had with The Undertaker, even the match that he had with Bray Wyatt. I mean, I'm sorry, man. You can't, no. Bray Wyatt should be the face of the damn company. And you let this old man tell you what to do with it. No, bullshit. You know, and not only that, the match was terrible. That match was terrible. And then on top of that, now he's going to come back and face Bobby Lashley. Shut your ass, man. No, 
No, it, he's, he should have just stayed retired. I mean, he's a big dude. He, but you know, you said it too last week, Rick. People still chant Goldberg, Goldberg. Now I don't know if that's just the thing to do, or maybe they really do miss this motherfucker. But I can't stand them. I can't. I, I, I'll tell you this: at the end of the day, Goldberg's legacy will always live on, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, because he had a streak of 173 and 0. Mm -hmm. He was the most dominant force in WCW history. He destroyed Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, all of the giant names, the giant, and all of the giant names in WCW. Uh, he came to WWE, yeah, he got squashed and he didn't look too great. And then he's doing these one offs, yeah, it doesn't look too great. But at the end of the day, can't we say the same thing for The Undertaker? The Undertaker had a legacy that was iconic. He had wars with people. Ask you a question, but though, comparing apples to oranges? That's exactly what I'm doing right now. So <laughs> Undertaker started doing these one-offs, and these one-offs were not paying off. I mean, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, absolutely. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker 2, Triple H, Undertaker, great, both of them. But then all of a sudden, he started having matches with Roman Reigns, John Cena, and it just started getting worse and worse. Then he had to do cinematic matches with AJ Styles. Even though it was great, it was not the best. Um, so but, I'm preparing. But hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm going to put this at you. You just named off a bunch of great matches that The Undertaker have, and that's not even all of them, okay? Because oh, I just yeah. about Mankind and all that other stuff. But can you do the same for Goldberg? No, of course not. So but what I'm really trying to say them too, can you? Well, what I'm trying to say is that Undertaker couldn't ruin his legacy with the bad matches that he was having in Saudi Arabia. Goldberg, I don't think can ruin his legacy. I think what he can do is damage it. I think Undertaker damaged his legacy for sure. I think Goldberg has also damaged his legacy, but you cannot completely destroy it. I think the 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 music alone is going to carry him. Just like the music alone is going to carry The Undertaker. The entrances always carry Undertaker. His dong. His big old dong. <laughs> so to answer this question, has Goldberg completely destroyed his legacy? No, I don't think so. I think, I think at the end of the day, we're going to remember all the good stuff that he did for this company. Yeah, but you can't compare what he's been doing now or in the past year or so either. Because think of it this way, right? Because um, you threw out The Undertaker. Now, here's the thing. I think, in my opinion, The Undertaker did redeem himself by doing that cinematic match because it made him look stronger. Okay, I don't, Goldberg has to find a way to redeem himself after this atrocity of these matches that he had the past couple of years. Yeah. So and that's the difference, in my opinion, between the two, because, you know, I mean, that what's Goldberg going to do now? So then give him a cinematic match. <laughs> give him a cinematic match to redeem himself. What was he going to say, Clay? Well, I was just going to say, and getting titles off guys like Bray Wyatt or Bobby Lashley, who's killing it at the certain amount of time, isn't going to help Goldberg's legacy at all. It's just no. going to make him look like a jackass, in yeah. my opinion. And you, think of it this way, too. Even with The Undertaker, with these matches, he never fought for the title. No. He went after the title. Goldberg has to? Why? Always. It's No matter what match Goldberg is in now, he's got to have the belt yeah. around him. It's and like, 
dude, no. you don't have to do that. No, you can you can have a normal match just to get the people that still love the guy, still chant, want to chant Goldberg, still want to do all that shit. They can still do it with, without you going for the title. Is he that much of an egotistical freaking dude that he yes. has to have the title? Yes. Yeah. So then that's what's going to ruin it for him because people was like, no, dude, come on, man. You know, sometimes with people, they want that sense of reality. And I'm sorry that that just, you know, I'm sorry. Frank Shamrock, for instance, old school dude, UFC. He, was he a UFC champion? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if he goes for the title again, you think, you know, like at this age right now, even though he's still jacked. Uh, but if he goes up against one of the top guys in UFC for a title match, you think you really think he's going to win it? No. So why why would Goldberg be in that suit? I can't. I'm sorry. I've, I have not seen and boxing the same thing. And I know these are all completely different things, but sometimes you have to have that sense of reality in wrestling. And this isn't this is one of them <laughs> for Goldberg, you know, so I, I think the biggest issue is just the fact that he's going for these titles and he shouldn't. Yeah, it should be somebody else. Matt yeah. Novak, our UK correspondent. He said he was uh, a beast back in WCW and has never really clicked in WWE. They could have made him a super baby face upon his return when he did did it for his kid and made him earn the title. That's true. That is true. That I don't I wouldn't mind, to be honest. But they just ruined that. <laughs> his legacy is ruined as the younger fans only know him as a liability and for his poor matches. Mm. That's your boy Rick saying that. That's true. That's true. He's right. Yeah, he has a point. He has a point. But he's wrong. Josh Sanders says he is the good thing going crusher. Uh, I am really hoping Bobby Lashley gives him an almighty ass whooping and he stays gone. And that's the legacy get uh, legacy Goldberg gets for kissing Vince's ass so hard that it gave him all these ridiculous pushes. Rant over. Trying to Hmm. say that he was dropping the mic. I guess so. Vernon Hampton says Goldberg versus, versus Big E for that championship match. No, no, not even that one. Sorry, <laughs> Eric Newton said, Yeah, I would say so. He only wrestles a handful of dates and refuses to put talent over and keeps getting under underserved, underserved title shots. He hasn't earned. Just look at how he buried the fiend at Saudi Arabia. Uh, he's right, yeah, pretty much what we said. So, all right, to close it out, I mean. Do you guys agree with the people said? Um, I- yes and no. Yes and no. Um, like I said, I think at the end of the day, Goldberg's iconic run at WCW is going to live. Um, I think that can carry him. And the more I think about it, you think of a streak like Asuka had, you think that can carry her as a, I don't think that can carry her. But some for some reason, there was just something about Goldberg with what he did that makes him a bigger star than what Oscar did. Yeah. Yeah. So I think his legacy lives on. I don't know. I think he's damaging it. I really Well, Tony, 79% of the people agree with you. Well, thank you. He's damaged his legacy. 21% say no, he hasn't. They agree with me. Hmm. Well, not that many people. Hmm. They agree with me and Clay. Hmm. They agree with me and Clay. Yep. Uh, so that is it for your spotlight. <laughs> if you have any suggestions or comments or whatever you want, throw it on our Facebook page or send us an email and tell Rick, how come you don't do it on, about this guy or whatever? Uh, and then we'll do it. 
Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, of course. Um, on to our Facebook posts. Uh, name this tag. Uh, wrong answers is Tamina and Natalia. Uh, boys, uh, one person says, stri- I'm not going to go on too far with it, but one person said, Strike Force. Uh, Jake Becker said, Wild Samoans version two. Uh, no, one's Canadian. Brian Cole, <laughs> exactly. Brian Coleman says, You don't really want me to answer this. Uh, just saying. Um, that's why we asked. Yeah, we wanted you to answer. <laughs> we we want to hear it. Answer it. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Jesus, man. We asked you a question. Just fucking answer it. Why you had to go and do all that and be stupid? Good lord. All right. Okay. You know what? Let's get. I'm mad now. I'm mad. I got some. I am so. What, what you got? I got Golden Girls. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. If they came out to that, yo, I would die. <laughs> I also got uh, Tamina and Louise. <laughs> and then I got uh, Crazy Cat Ladies. But is Tamina a cat person? She's crazy. Oh, okay. There you go. I crazy part. I Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Where's that dance sound effect? What we need? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Clay, do you have anything to add to this? I got one. It doesn't make much sense, but Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. I got that. (laughs) It was an old TV show back when I was younger, and that made me, this tag team made me. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, I had to shut him off. I didn't want to hear no more. I didn't want to hear Maggie. no more, Clay. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. Oh, my God. That is crazy. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, Clay. I just, you know, that was that was pretty atrocious. See, th- th- it was bad. The president's about to suspend you again. <laughs> <laughs> With no pay. With no oh, pay. Man, that's going to hurt. Good come Lord, on. Man. I that's I couldn't think of anything else. I'm sorry. That's what you come up with. <laughs> it's terrible. I know. That's that's why I said it doesn't make much sense at the uh, beginning. But, but you know what though? At least you came up with something because I still can't decipher this. Exactly. Seriously, like I was thinking, two broke girls, you know, from the show. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Yeah, you should have said is- it. That, that was, was pretty good. Worse. No, don't no. Clay. Don't don't suck up. <laughs> he, he's not the president. He, he don't got he don't got the hookup for you. The president no. speaks on everyone. No, uh, no. no. All right, all right. We, you know what? We tried. Two broke girls. Oh, terrible! <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh my um, lord! All right. Again, if you guys have any suggestions or um, comments, just. <laughs> on our Facebook page. And well, of course, we'll talk about it. I'm done with this shit. All right. Damn. All right. You know what? Let's go on to the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get to some birthdays. Yahoo! All right. But uh, Tori Wilson turns 46 years old. Damn. Wow. Sir. Yeah. 46. Finn Balor turns 40. Oh, wow. Going towards the end of his career. Yeah. Tessa Blanchard. Now, this one shocked me. Turns 26 years old. She's that young? She's that young for all that she's accomplished. That age? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, doubling her age, Triple H turns 52 years old. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's yeah. all about the game. And how you uh, Zion Lee turns 33 years old. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My Asian sensation. My Asian sensation. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler turns 41 years old. Wow. Another yeah. one towards the end of his career. Yeah. Sammy Guevara turns 28 years old. Now, see, I thought he was young. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was a lot younger than that. Well, speaking of a lot younger and a lot shorter, Marco Stunt turns 25 years old. <sighs> Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you a question about Marco Stunt. You think with all these signings that AEW is doing, will they be able to hold on to him? Or like, are they willing to pay him for that much? Not if um, I don't know. Tony Khan loves the guy. Yeah. Okay. But why? Uh, but he hasn't done anything on TV. He hasn't. But that's what I'm saying. So like, how much longer do they keep him around for? Because mm. you you know AEW can't keep everybody. No, I don't know, man. Uh, Whoa, this just in. Is this real? I don't know. We're going to get into this in a very short... You know what? Let's get straight into it, into the wrestling news from around the world. I'm going to report what I have first, and then we're going to go into this major thing. We're going to just... Because this just came in on off the presses. Mm. Uh, Jeff Jarrett was released from WWE. They're saying that's false. They're saying that's false. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I read that too. And then I read like a day or so later that that wasn't true. That is crazy. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be looking into this. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently, WWE has released Bray Wyatt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm in total shock. Yeah. I mean, it's actually, I mean, like we're looking at it. So if you hear a lot of the like in silence, because we're trying to find more information on it. Uh, one is from a tweet from WWE and saying WWE has come to terms on the release of Bray Wyatt. We wish him the best of all his future endeavors. I mean, it could be fake. I don't know. Um, like I said, we're all still looking into this. Uh, yeah, this is going almost all over the place now. Breaking mm-hmm. news. WWE has released Bray Wyatt. Um, another one. WWE. Yeah. The, they're saying that this is true. Hmm. Wow. Wow. What? Now, what if this is a ruse? What if it's just Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend? <laughs> that... No, it's real, man. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That just blows my mind. Seriously. After seeing, wow. after seeing this, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, we haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Nope. Nope. Hmm. I'm one. What the fuck is going on? Wow, yeah. a little bit of flabbergasted here. This is what this is a first. Yeah, wow. uh, while you talk some more, I'm gonna check on the WWE website. Yeah, um, yeah, so I already checked the website. The website is, yeah, it's up there. Bray Wyatt release. So, yeah, it looks yeah. like it's true. So, Bray Wyatt, wow, yeah, Bray Wyatt release. This is AEW, right? Like, this is there's no question. There's no question if he's. If he's healthy, um, remember how we said a couple weeks back that he's got 
like head mental head problems mental health issues. Yeah. yeah but mental health it was, uh, it was ever since uh the death of brody lee and yep. uh, the last that we knew was that uh he wanted to take some time off because of that yeah but that's why uh the match ended the way it did and uh at wrestlemania but uh to still i mean do you guys think that's why they kept going with this whole thing with alexa bliss was hey, it i have to believe that 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 way they can keep this image of the fiend. Yeah. Somewhat, yeah. I mean, that is how, Yeah, how Alexa was going, I feel like maybe they wanted to carry the character out and maybe have her try it. Well, they yeah. know that the character works. So, right. they definitely mm-hmm. needed something to well, I am completely shocked. This is crazy. How dumb is WWE right now? Seriously. It makes no that makes no sense unless unless Bray is the one saying that he wanted out. That's the only mm-hmm. way that it can make sense because yeah. I just don't see I don't see how WWE can look at this guy as a character wise as a wrestler wise and be like oh well he's you know blah blah blah. That, no, there ain't no way. He has on- a lot of pull in WWE too. Right. Like all all of his creative ideas is all on him, mm-hmm. and that's part of his deal. So I'm wondering what what the fuck happened? Yeah. Jesus, man. This is breaking. <laughs> this is this is it's, I'm confused. Why? Listen, man, let me tell you something right now. I'm excited though. If he goes to AEW, mm. he's the leader of the dark order for sure. He has to be. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's, there's no way like you don't and the stuff that he would come up with to make them like a legit now here's the deal. stable. I mean, obviously, if Tony Khan can uh, scoop him up, I s- said this a few weeks ago that Tony Khan isn't a big fan of letting the wrestlers have creative pull. Um, he always wanted to keep it within um, the, uh, the higher ups instead of the wrestlers. And that was one of the deals. Um, I think it was for Daniel Bryan. No, Andrade. Andrade, that was a big, big, one of the biggest deals for him was that he wanted creative control. And Tony Khan gave up and said, okay, that's fine. Okay. Will he, I mean, I think he's going to do anything he can to get Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I will say this to be a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Look at Abaddon. Look at that. That's true. And where's she been? Because I'm sorry to say, she was like a female type Bray Wyatt. And where is she? Of course, yeah. I know people. I know Abaddon is not Bray Wyatt. I know. Yeah, because I was about to was about to jump in there, Tony. I'll add more <laughs> can't wrestle like songs. You look like a, oh man. So hush your ass. But uh, wow, wow, ladies and gentlemen, this is crazy. News, Bray Wyatt released. Uh, we just found out about it as we're doing this episode right now. So it's insane, insane in the membrane. No diggity, no doubt. Staying in the brain. All right, and my last bit of news: Domino's wants out of AEW yeah. as their sponsorship because of the pizza cutter incident that they had on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, well, they, they played the damn commercial during the match. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just not okay. Uh, why are we having death matches on cable TV? Death matches should be well, on pay per view only. Khan. Tony Khan said that he's never going to have a death match on TV again. All right. That's the smart thing to do because needs to stay that we'll, way. we'll get into it later on when we go over AEW. 
But for now, it is now time for the NXT UK Report with our correspondent, Matt Novak. Matt, take it away. Thanks, Rick. Welcome back to the NXT UK Report. Jordan Devlin opened the show against Tristan Archer tonight. During his entrance, Nigel McGuinness informed us that A-Kid has issued a challenge to Devlin for an Ironman match, and this is huge. Uh, both guys can put on a great match, and given the time, this could be something really special. Uh, surprisingly, this is the first ever Ironman match on NXT UK, and um, I just wish it could have been on a bigger stage than on weekly programming. Surely there's some sort of pay-per-view they could have put it on, and made the storyline last that long. It just seems a bit of a waste, if I'm honest. Anyway... In tonight's match, Devlin controlled most of the match throughout and was methodical with his attacks. Archer looked decent to be fair to him and executed some great moves, but the Frenchman was no match in the end for Devlin, who picked up the win. Overall, the match lasted much longer than was really necessary, as it was clear there was only ever going to be one winner. The best part of the segment was actually after the match, when Aki came to the ring on crutches, but surprise surprise, in Wrestling Fantasy World, we have he's magically fully recovered from his ACL injury and is able to execute a melee of attacks to send De- Devlin fleeing to the back. It's, yeah, I mean, kayfabe definitely is alive in uh, NXT UK, I'll tell you that for sure. Next on the show, they ran another uh, promo package hyping up the men's title match at NXT TakeOver. Seriously, I can't wait for this. And like the guy said last week on the show, surely this is going to be a match of the year contender. Dare I say, it might even be better than their last meeting, given the build-up that they've been given and the platform now that they're going to have this match on. The second match of the night had Alfie Valkyrie and Ginny both uh, focusing on laying claim to their title challenge. They both managed to put on a fairly decent match, but I would note that they need to work on their selling between attacks. It just seemed that they'd have a hard-hitting attack, go down, sell it for a little bit, but then next thing you know, they're fully recovered and all, you know, able to just carry on there's no sort of long-term storytelling throughout the match you definitely need to work on that uh, Connor's presence on the outside um, causing distractions paid dividends again though and allowed Ginny to pick up the win um, and in the last few weeks I know I'm not a fan of Ginny but she's really looking impressive now so I'll fair to give her a second chance and you know see what she can do Aaliyah James faced off against Stevie Turner in the third match of the night this match was a fairly sloppy and was over fairly quickly, with Turner picking up uh, the win via a modified DDT. Um, she has potential, but needs to lose that awful Space Ranger gimmick, as it just doesn't click with me, and I'm really not sure she believes in it either. Eddie Dennis accompanied the other members of Symbiosis to the ring to take on Mustache Mountain in tonight's main event tag match. In another chaotic affair between both teams, Dennis orchestrated his guys from the outside to put on what was frankly a beatdown in the early parts of the match to Trent Seven, but after a hot tag, Bate fought back and levelled the match um, and really balanced it out. It was pretty solid to be fair. Um, I wasn't expecting such an early beatdown on the Mustache Mountain, but it was nice to see them not just dominating the match. Uh, Dennis got involved throughout the remaining parts of the match and effectively made it a 3 on 2 but Mustache Mountain showed that experience is levels above some of the other teams we see in this division to demonstrate some excellent tag team work to pick up the win. Pretty Deadly came out onto the ramp and to sarcastically applaud them and seemingly set up a future title match between both teams to close out the show. So overall this show went really quickly once again it wasn't one that dragged and it was a fairly decent show to be fair much better than what we have had in uh, previous weeks and yeah i quite enjoyed it to be fair 
This is Matt Novak, and that is the NXT UK Report. An Iron Man match on NXT UK? Yep. The show's an hour long. <laughs> it's going to be one match. <laughs> For the whole hour. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a match, but it's, it's, it's only one match. And let me tell you something about Mustache Mountain. I don't want to see them for the tag team titles. Get them on the main roster. Get them on NXT mm-hmm. on NXT in America. They don't belong. Them there. versus the grizzled young veterans. I think would be. Oh, the grizzled young veterans. Instead of playing golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, we've seen the grizzled young veterans and Mustache Mountain compete in NXT UK before, but the American audience needs to see that. For sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, Tony, rumors. Uh, okay. Uh, the finals of WWE's upcoming Queen of the Ring tournament. Looks like it is going to happen. But the finals are planned for the October 21st Saudi Arabia show. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Don't like it. Don't like it. No. Your very first Queen of the Ring and listen, I don't want to sound like that guy. I don't. I'm not trying to sound. So I don't want people thinking, oh, you guys are ready to get Saudi Arabia. No. Shut up. No. Shut up. No. Not at all. It's just not fair. Keep it here. You know, do that. This is your first one. But I think I know why they did it. Breaking barriers. They already did with Natalia and, and uh, Lacey Evans. Yeah. You know, when they, they were the first women to compete in Saudi Arabia. So now you want to crown a queen of the and what what and pisses me off is just like this was a perfect opportunity for Bailey to win that and she's gonna be out and she's gonna be out yep she's gonna miss I, another opportunity yeah I agree 100% with you mm-hmm. next year yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> the first <laughs> oh, next she'll kill it she'll yeah kill it. she will Big E will most likely cash in his money in the bank on Raw Superstar Bobby Lashley to become the WWE Champion in the future. So it looks like he's going to hold on to that briefcase for a while. Yeah, yeah. But we, we did mention that anyway. We did yeah. say that. So nothing like uh, it's going to be a surprise. But yeah, he, I mean, you would think he has to. I mean, we haven't even seen New Day in a while. No. Vince no. Well, Kofi got decimated. Uh-huh. It's very well he should be off of TV for a yeah. while. <laughs> All right. And finally, Ryback uploaded a video of himself getting a tune-up from his chiropractor. After farting on his doctor, he said, see you at SummerSlam. <laughs> oh, no. I saw that. You saw that? I saw that. <laughs> just, there's That's nothing really behind that. There's nothing behind that. I know. But hey, there's... you never know. <laughs> Uh, you never know, but yeah. All right, that's all I got for the rumors. Clay, what do you got for injury? The only injury I have, Natalia has uh, hurt her ankle, and she will be out for a couple weeks. Well, there you go, Natalia. There you go. <laughs> that's because Clay's girl Dewdrop rolled the whole yeah. body weight you onto that ankle. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. She ain't my girl though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it's time for the hot tag news this week. Is it time for Triple H to take over Raw and SmackDown? I say yes. I say yes. Uh, Put it this way, okay? The reason why I'm saying yes, 
is because he did do a phenomenal job uh, with uh, NXT. Okay. Then he knows talent when he sees it. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because the whole Samoa Joe incident, when uh, Samoa Joe was released, I'm sorry to say, Samoa Joe still, you know, top notch wrestler, still a household name, still can do something for a company. And then they released him. I mean, that was a shock too. When I heard, I was shocked. I was like, "What, really? Oh, come on! Was he hurt a lot? I think so, and that's might that might have what hurt him. I'm not sure, but you know, Triple H brought him back. He was like, "No, you can't release. I'll bring him back. I'll pay him." You know what I'm saying? So, just with this shocking news that we heard about Bray Wyatt, somebody's got to be saying something and be like, "Why the fuck are you doing that? Are you stupid?" A lot of people said it with Aleister Black. They're saying it with Braun Strowman. It's like, you know, as much as people don't like Braun Strowman, but they still said it was a mistake. And uh, another rumor to that was that they might be bringing him back. Um, good Bray Wyatt, though. I'm still, I'm just still shocked yeah, by it. No, it's shocked. I, I think personally, if Triple H was finally in charge, I don't, I don't think honestly Bray Wyatt would have been released. I don't. I, Vince yeah. is putting the wrong people in charge. And whoever this other con guy is, I forgot his name already. He's the one making these decisions and convincing Vince, convincing Vince. Hey, release that guy. We're paying him too much. What the fuck? Yeah. So, yes, for me, I think it's time that Triple H uh, takes over everything. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. Right? Ah. You know, my little lemon twist to it. But seriously, he has to, he, it's time. Vince is done. Oh my God, Vince, what the fuck are you thinking? By agreeing. And you let somebody convince you to release Bray Wyatt? I don't think Triple H would have been like, mm, nah. I ain't letting him. It would have been like, no, we <laughs> gotta resign. Uh, no, the fiend is gonna stay. Uh. Oh boy, that was a bad impression. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, but did you guys hear uh, apparently a comment that Vince said about AEW? About AEW? Yeah. Yeah. Not, maybe not maybe they can take a few more of my guys. What the fuck? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They asked him about AEW and then he was talking about him and then he uh, was talking about how they're taking his talent. And then he goes, well, maybe I'll give him a few more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then a lot of the talent in WWE were pissed off at that statement. Like, I would be, too. I would be. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. For me, honestly, it doesn't seem like anybody is safe. No, no, well, obviously, no, clearly. No. Go ahead, go ahead. No, clearly, as we've seen today, nobody is safe. If Bray Wyatt and the Fiend is not safe, who is? Seriously, mm-hmm. who is? I think Roman is. <laughs> well, well, I think Roman. I think Roman is. <laughs> I think Roman is safe. Roman is all, yeah. Yeah. Roman. Yeah. Roman. Yeah, I think he is because I think Seth Rollins may be safe. John Cena, John. Oh yeah, John Cena. He's a a lifer. But seriously, I mean, who is safe? Charlotte. I think. Oh yeah, give me Charlotte. 
Oh yeah. But but here's the thing. I mean, does he have too much talent? Eh, maybe, maybe. But the, here's the thing, though. He's pushing the same people every week on SmackDown and on Raw. Sorry to say. I mean, has it's been a little bit mixed up lately. But for the longest, he's been pushing the same people, putting the same people on TV. And here's the deal. Nothing against AEW. If they sign with AEW, by all means, go ahead. You got to make a living. They all got to make a living, you know? But I think if AEW is not careful, they're going to keep, they're going to sign all these people and not have any room for them. And I think that's why they came up with that other TV show, uh, The Rampage. You know, just but, but fucking Cody, stay the fuck out of it. Yes. Stay the fuck out of it. You know, Kenny Omega, well, he's the champ. So he, you know, you got to show him as much as you can. But you got all that talent. You better mix that shit up really good. Don't. I'm telling you, I mean, because think about it, you know, a uh, WWE has two shows. I'm not going to I'm not going to ex- uh, include NXT because that's pretty much for their future talent. But they got two shows and they got trouble doing that shit. Yep. So, I mean, the, their, their solution to that was doing a draft where a raw person can't show up at a SmackDown and a SmackDown person can't show up on Raw. So is it kind of different? A little bit, but. You know, when you know who's on what show, you're going to see them guaranteed either on that Friday night or that Monday night. AEW's got to be careful. You sign too much talent, you ain't going to know what to do with them. And guess what? They're going to get pissed off if they ain't working, if they're not on TV. Because we all know to keep yourself relevant, you got to be on TV. Yep. Whether it's just a promo or a match. You you want your... uh, worth to be up there you got to be on tv regardless so that's my only thing about aew nothing against it hey if they sign bray wyatt i think that's going to be a huge signing along with cm punk and uh daniel bryan or brian danielson but it's what they do with it yeah so i think that's where we got to be careful what do you guys think well i'll tell you right now i totally disagree I don't want to see Triple H running Raw. I don't want to see him running SmackDown. Why stay not? Your ass, stay your ass on NXT. Because this is Vince, Vince Kennedy McMahon's company. All right. This is my company. And I'm going to take it for my life. Are you kissing Vince's ass? Hell yeah. Vince <laughs> hired me. Vince. <laughs> Vince McMahon, and this is his company until the day he dies let him run it until he dies i don't care what anybody says i don't care what he does wrong what he does to piss me off that's his job it's to make me happy it's to piss me off it's to make me sad it's to make me excited that's what he does that's his business he knows what he's doing he said it. he said it AEW can have whoever they want he'll give up anybody he doesn't care because at the end of the day he has wwe loyalists out there that are gonna be there no matter what. And at the end of the day, AEW got their loyalists that are going to be there no matter what. So at the end of the day, Vince McMahon, this is his company. Triple H will not do a good job running Raw and SmackDown. I'm sorry. It's too big of a show for him. I don't think he can do it. And look what he's doing with Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano's on our TV every fucking week with mm. NXT. Imagine what happens when he brings Johnny Gargano to the main roster. Mm. Oh, I see a lot of potential luck. And this guy, yeah, and Johnny Gargano. Come on. No, I don't want to see Triple H running Raw and SmackDown. I'm sorry. That's my take. Clay, what do you think? For me, I feel like 
Triple H could do it. I feel like he's got enough experience to run Raw and SmackDown. Uh, what he's done with NXT is great. I do agree on some parts that Rick has said about you know the Johnny Gargano thing, and I do agree with that. And I do agree 100% that Vince is not going to take over control until he passes away. That's yeah. 100% for certain. Yeah. But do I think it's time for Triple H to take over? Yes, but it won't happen. So to answer that question, I think it's I think he's ready to take over. I think he needs that opportunity to do so and just give him a chance to see what he can do with it. Okay. Harry Schwartz says, hell yes. Darren Metzler said, no. Brian Coleman says, you damn right. Doc <laughs> <laughs> Sanders says, absolutely. Do you agree with that? Hmm. Terry Miller says, you're the man now. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, was he talking about your voice? Talking about me. Uh, oh, you? But yeah. I read it, so it's talking about me. <laughs> Eric Newton said, long past time. Vince keeps burning everyone. Triple H builds up in NXT. Man, got a point. No. Oh, wait, 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 Tony. We're not talking about burial, and we're not going to say Triple H doesn't bury people because he is the master uh, shoveler. Okay? Yeah. Another person says, hell yeah. And then Ryan Backle, he just is awesome. He, he just is awesome. Does it make sense? No. No. <laughs> I think some people read our news, our hot tag news thing, and they just like, oh, this is real. This is happening. Yeah. 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 But it's not. <laughs> nope. No, we're asking a question. We're asking a legit question, people. It's just a question. Yo, Bray Wyatt got released. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, mind, man. I'm mind blowing. Very mind blowing. Yeah. Why are you the way you are? <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is perfect. Rem- no, God, no. Remember, too, he sold the belt for $5,000. His clean belt was worth $5,000. <laughs> and you thought about it for a second, about buying it. I did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. <laughs> I should have. Shit. Would have been worth more. Son of a bitch. Anyway, I'm, I'm just still in shock. You know what? I'm so much in shock, we need to take a pause. Yes, we do. So let's take a pause. When we come back, we got this week in wrestling. What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. This is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza. And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, Bray Wyatt got released. What? You what? know, during the break, during the break, I still went on like the social webs, social media, and it's all over, man, all over. But there was one that caught my eye, and uh, it was a, what a person commented and said, maybe he wanted more time, and WWE wouldn't give it to him. So he was just like, I, I need more time because they're saying that you know we talked about it, mental health issues. But they're saying that he's really taking it hard about Brody Lee's death. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not trying to compare the two to anything. I really am not. But that's what happened with Chris Benoit. He took it like really bad when Eddie died. 
Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. I'm not saying, no, I don't want people thinking. I'm not, and again, I'm not comparing it no, to I hear you. I hear you. But yep. they're saying he took it really, really hard to where he was acting weird and, and all this other crazy shit. And um, like I said, I'm not comparing it to, but maybe Bray's going through the same thing. Yeah. You know, we I hear you, man. That's, that's you know. What's that? I agree. I said, we hear you. I, I agree yeah. 100% with what you're saying. So, so. I agree with well, what that person wrote. <laughs> yeah. Know? So who knows? I'll tell you this. Bray Wyatt got released, but go to prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestling POV and get yourself a t-shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. We got six available wrestling POV podcast t-shirts, including now a wrestling POV quarantine t-shirt. So don't miss out on that great opportunity. $19.99 plus shipping and handling. Prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestling POV. Tony. It's time for this week in wrestling. Let's get raw. Yeah, well, on Raw, they released Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh my. man, I'm I'm baffled. All right, uh, low points. Jesus, um, low point for me it was T Bar and Maze versus Ali and Mansoor. Really? Yes. Wow. Mansoor's. Didn't like it. Point huh. five. There's a reason why. Wow. What was the reason? Well, because a lot of the stuff on the show is decent, and that and I kind of like, uh, we're just gonna throw these guys out. But but not only that, they're throwing Mansoor and Ali as a tag, which I honestly don't mind. But you got T Bar and Mace who's still running this whole retribution gimmick. Get over, it. just stop. Let them come up with their own. I, actually, I like Mace. I like the name yeah. Mace for him. T Bar, just go back to Dominic. That's a COVID. I know. I just want to say because I remember how before we never used to say his name. Yeah. We could never pronounce her. Like, what the fuck's his name? That's a call me Allah. <laughs> but my thing is, is that, you know, the, the, they could be a pretty menacing looking tag team. And yeah. you're still having them running this retribution gimmick. Give me a break. And on top of that, they fought Ali, who was the leader of retribution. So for me, it just didn't make sense. I hated it. I really did. But it was different at the same time, but not too different. But yeah, I gave it a point five. Rick, what was your low? My lowest point was Reginald, aka now Reggie, aka yeah. he said he was never French, so now he has no French accent. He's gone. You know what? And I wrote <laughs> in my book, uh, in my notes. Um, yeah, Reggie lost his accent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, Reggie's lost accent goes in the book. Should it? I yes. think so. Yes. All right. Reggie's lost accent. You just read the book. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my lowest point was Reggie defeating R Truth as a point five. R Truth mic'd up is ridiculous. What are you doing? You released Bray Wyatt for this, right? Ridiculous. That's my lowest point of Monday Night Raw this week. Clay, what's for me? Name? It's it's got to be the same thing. Reginald and R Truth. I gave it a 0.5. The match in general, was it really a match, though, with all the and, – and the flips, don't get me wrong, are cool. But R-Truth, again, mic'd up, making him look dumber than he already is. And then the whole flips itself and all that, I just didn't enjoy this at all. So I gave it a 0.5. Let me tell you something. And I know this is off topic, but these next shows, I'm telling you, people are going to have signs about Bray Wyatt. Yes. They're, yes. they're live now. Yep. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm talking about they're in front of fans now. There's gonna be a lot of fucking signs about Bray Wyatt. I'm just I'm flabbergasted. 
Really am. All right. Uh, high points of Raw for me. There was a couple of them. And honestly, and y'all going to hate me for this, but that's okay. Uh, Nikki's promo in the beginning. I thought it was neat. <gasps> I liked it. Oh, my yes. God. I Tony. liked it because you know why? You know why? You know Because he was super. No, 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 no. Because I told you. I said, watch. They're going to gravitate towards kids. They're going to gravitate yeah. towards kids. I want to think and of little boys she and girls. She, dra- she gravitated towards the kids. Told you. But it was a good speech by her. This is probably one of Nikki's best promos she's ever done. That I understood. <laughs> Some of it was yes. rough. She was but I understood enunciating every single yes, letter so she can get it out clearly. Yes, she was. <laughs> but um I just wanted to throw that out there. But uh but it was Charlotte versus Nikki actually in the main event. Uh I thought that match was good. It was they told a story, Rick. They told a story. They told uh, the that she's almost a champion. No, no. Did, now, now I will say this though. I don't like the fact that she goes, "I almost beat you." No, no, stop with the almost. They got to stop with that. Number one, <laughs> yes. almost. Yeah, it's like that's your champion, <laughs> and you having your champion tell you you almost beat. No, no, stop. That's the only thing I did not like. But I liked the match because they told that story. I liked what happened after the match, where Charlotte was just keep on beating the shit out of her. I told y'all in the beginning when this character came out, they're going to do a lot of sympathy things with her and it's working. When Charlotte did that shit in the, in like in front of that kid to her, I felt bad for Nikki. I was like, God damn, boy. And I caught myself. I was like, did it to me. It gave me the sympathy. The son of a bitches. So it, it works. It's going to work. It, it's already starting to work. So I gave it a three. And also I got a side note, something else shockingly, is going in the book. Rick, what was your high point? My highest point for me was Mansoor and Ali defeating Mason T-Bar. I gave it a three. I thought it was a really good match from beginning to end. I thought they showed power, speed, high-flying capabilities. They showed it all. Um, I think Mason T-Bar is a dominant force to be reckoned with. I think that's a team that we want to see in the future as tag team champions. I really do. I think they have it, but for the time being, it's going to be Mansoor and Ali's time. They're going to be getting pushed. So you're going to see uh, oh, Mason T-Bar lose a bunch of times to Mansoor and Ali for <laughs> sure. And also, I gave a three to carry across defeating Keith Lee. I thought that was I also that. a very ent- I thought that was a very entertaining match. I thought it was better than their match at TakeOver uh, where uh, Cross got injured. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was my two highest points. I gave him threes. Wow. Clay. For me, my highest point was AJ Styles and Omos versus the Viking Raiders. I gave that a three. I really didn't think it was the the better the match than they had at Money in the Bank, but still with AJ doing what he does, the Viking Raiders are kind of showing up and making them, you know, AJ and Omos actually legitimate tag team champs, in my opinion. And I feel like these guys put on a good show. So I gave the whole match a three. And also another high point for me was Mason T-Bar versus Mansoor Mustafa Ali. <laughs> I, I did. I enjoyed the match. I Looking into this, I was like, uh, I wasn't really looking forward to it. But they really, you know, changed my mind in all of this with the hard hitting and everything in general. So I, I gave that a two and a half. Wow. And I will say this as a uh, uh, 
a mentionable um damian priest versus sheamus uh that was a close one for me too as far as you know a high point uh i'm just glad damian is in the, in the program with something mm-hmm. yes but he did have back injuries uh or back problems uh so they trying to i think they're trying to protect him more than anything but it was just good to see him in the ring and going up against sheamus which to me that was a good match and almost you know a high point of raw but I love this entrance too. The yes, entrance they yes. changed it up a little bit, so that was good. Um, now, before we give our overall, um, I will. I, I'm putting something in the book. I've been wanting to put this in the book for a while, and I was trying to figure out how to put this in the book, and I figured it out how to put it in okay. the book. Because now, long story short, Charlotte Flair, friend of the show, okay, yes, she mm-hmm. told us. Uh, if you guys don't know about this story, but she she wrote a letter to us stating that she she wants to stop us from putting her in the book all the time because we were we were putting her in the book all the time. So we made a deal. We said, listen, Charlotte. I said, Charlotte, just cut a promo for us and then you got it. She goes, wait, listen, hold up. If I cut this promo for you, I could never be in your book ever again. And then we all agreed. We said, yeah, sure. That's fine. Do it. So she did. Now we can't put her in the book for nothing, but I had to do this because of the simple fact that number one, she went on raw, not this past Monday, but the following Monday saying that she's the creator of the book. Yes. Uh-huh. Upset. I think Charlotte turned on us. Yeah. Saying that she, she's the creator of the book. And if you guys don't, she's, she's talking about our book. Okay. Um, but I do have to put something in the book. And that's Charlotte Stilettos. Let me tell you something. How in the hell does this woman, who's also like 6'2 or 6'3, I think, and then she's six foot. It, but she's a little bit taller. And then she wears stilettos to make her like eight feet fucking tall. <laughs> yes, that's me exaggerating. But then does those moves with them damn stilettos on in the ring. I'm like, whoa. So I'm putting Charlotte's stilettos in the book. Not Charlotte. I'm just putting her stilettos in the book. All right. Charlotte's stilettos. You just read the book. All right. So my overall for Raw was a 2.04. Rick. A two. Uh, Clay. 1.95. All righty. There you go. All right. Let's go into AEW. Dynamite. Boom. Low points of AEW this week had to be Ricky Stark's promo with the FTW championship. Gave that a 0.5. God awful. But you know what? I have to give a match a 0.5. And that is Chris Jericho, the pain maker, defeating Mm -hmm. Nick Gage. I gave that a 0.5. First of all, Nick Gage is an absolute schmuck. And I'll say that shit to his face. And if he fucking thinks about cutting me with a pizza cutter, I'll fucking slap the shit out of him, right? I'll knock out the little shit out of him. You would straight I'll slap the shit out of him. I'll slap the shit out of him. You don't talk about fucking pizza. You don't talk about fucking pizza with a pizza cutter. You cut it with a pizza. I'm going to slap the shit out of you. You got to cut it with the pizza. You got to cut the pizza. You don't cut the head. What the fuck you talking about over there? It makes sense. Pizza cutter slapping the shit out of you. Hey, what are you doing over there? 0.5. I thought you were guys. What are you talking about? When you hear this episode again, seriously, you were like, I was slapping the shit out of you. 
Bip 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 I'm going to have to say the whole, like, I agree with you, the whole Ricky Stark celebration, I gave it a one. To me, like, are you really going to celebrate this FTW title and be, like, this relevant type, you know, type thing? And do, do, do any of us really care about this rivalry between Brian Cage and Ricky Starks? No. Like, if you will, exactly. If you really want to think about it, d- does anybody really care? So I gave no. that a one. I gave that a one. And then I gave an also one to the match with Julia Hart and Thunder Rosa. Wow. I understand it's to put Thunder Rosa over, but yeah. Julia Hart had no chance in this match. I think everybody knew going into it. I, I also gave that one. Hey, uh, Tony, what, what do you think? Uh, what are your little points over here? You caught me off guard because you were mad as fuck. He was. Rick was bad as fuck. <laughs> I was mad. Because I know Nick Gage. If I say something to him, he's going to try to fucking cut me with a pizza cutter. <laughs> Gotta smack that snaggle tooth out of his mouth. Slap him. I'm not impressed with Nick Gage either, but God, <laughs> that shit was funny. All right, my low point was the Ricky Stars promo. I gave her a point five. Now, let me, let me just throw this out there. I've been saying this for a week, and I think we should put this on the fucking Facebook page, but what the fuck does Hook do? Seriously. Exactly. Cold flowers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stand there. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's Taz's son. That's the only reason why he even is even on TV. He's Mm -hmm. never wrestled. He's he uh, get the fuck out of here with this already. Seriously. What? Why? What? So what does he do? Hook, you're garbage. And I'm going to say that to your face, too. And if you try to come at me, I'm going to slap on the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's my low point. All right. High points of AEW this week for me was... Uh, wow, it wasn't even that high. A 2.5 FTR defeating Santana Ortiz. Um, obviously, there was something that went wrong in the match. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. where uh, Wheeler, yeah, he, uh, Cash Wheeler, he, he got his arm sliced in between the turnbuckle and the metal part. Yeah, yep. Um, and they had to go home, and the match just went nowhere and it just yeah. died. And I was just like, wow. But that was my highest point, which shows you how bad AEW was for me this week. So I gave that a 2.5. Yeah. Clay, what was your high point of AEW? My highest point was, and this is not even that high either. It was the 10 man tag match with dark order against the elite. I gave it a two and a half, uh, how they came out as the elite squad rep, uh, repping the, you know, the tune squad from space jam Two. that was kind of comical in a way. The match itself was decent. I thought they, you know, all of them got their stuff in and it was that sort of thing. Not surprising that the elite one, uh, and the fact that they made him like, they made Adam page try to go after Kenny Omega and the young bucks on his own. I honestly thought I was like, there ain't no way on God's planet that they're going to make Adam Page beat all these guys. So it was yeah. kind of unreal, unrealistic, but it was still a good match. So I gave yeah. it two and a half. 
All right. All right. All right. Tony, highest point of AEW? I agree with Clay. It was, it was the Dark Order versus the Elite. I gave it a two and a half. Now, this had potential. It really did. It but did. they could have done without the damn Looney Tunes all wearing that shit. Ah, come on. Seriously? We're really doing this? But then on top of that, they did a fucking dunk that they couldn't even fucking do. Yep. Right. Right. <laughs> And even the crowd was referring it like, yo, you still missed it. Yeah, you still <laughs> missed it. So it's like, why put yourselves out there and do that when you could have done something else? So yeah. I, honestly, I would have rated it higher, but because of that, and I was just like, oh, Jesus, I rated it a little bit lower. So, But it was the highest point of uh, AEW, and I gave it a 2.5. Yeah. All right. Overall, I gave AEW this week a 1.6. Clay. Wow. I gave AEW a 1.7. Wow, Tony. Yeah, I was, guess I was being nice, but I don't. I still don't know how I came up with it, but I gave it a two this week. All right, Clay. Now we're going right into NXT. Uh, low points for me was uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus Frankie Monet and Jesse Kamea. I I mm. gave it a one. Uh, just for me, this whole Robert Stone brand, it's still not working i feel like it's not i feel like it's killing frankie monet's character as is uh just the whole time and then like frankie has got this you know big entrance and she's supposed to be you know this awesome wrestler and then you lose to two like casey canzero and Caden carter i just that's just not realistic to me i just i wasn't a fan of this match i really wasn't a fan of the the ending, but that's just my low points for me. Uh, Rick, what was your low points of NXT? My low points was Cameron Grimes going <laughs> to play golf. This was so cringy, especially with Ted. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. But well, Cameron, that though, in the very beginning, when he was like, how long you want me to wash your balls for? <laughs> <laughs> No, there were funny moments, but it was just so cringy to watch. It was like a Lifetime movie acting where it was like, Ted, what am I supposed to do? Well, Cameron, you just got to look inside yourself and you could be a better man by being you. <laughs> and it was just like, come on, man. Like, this is so cringy. And then you have the grizzled young, the grizzled yeah. young veterans playing golf, too. Yeah. Brutal, brutal. That was my lowest point of NXT this week. All right. And Tony, your low points. Um, you know what? I think this is the first time that um, I have I scored uh, NXT. Uh, I, first of all, I scored. You said low points, right? Yes. Yeah. Low point. Okay. So like uh, in this match, one was scored very, very high, but a lot I had were ones mm-hmm. in this show. Okay. I have just one, two that I rated. Everything else was ones and below. I'm like, damn. But anyway, my low point, it was the Raquel and Dakota promo only because Rick spoiled it for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew it going in. But the thing of it is, here's the deal. okay? and I got something else going in the book, too, is that Dakota is not believable for me. She really isn't. Your hate for Dakota Kai is so real. It is ridiculous. It is. And and the thing of it is, like, think of it this way. Here's Raquel Gonzalez, who's eight feet tall, and Dakota Kai, who's two feet tall. You expect yep. me to believe she's really beating the shit out of her? No. You thought Shawn Michaels was going to beat the shit out of Diesel? It was believable. How? 
What's, what's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. No, the, the, the difference with that is that he threw somebody through a window. <laughs> <laughs> she beat up her best friend and beat her with a cage. Yeah, but that was it. She's, but look, what, what has she done lately? Dakota She's been the sidekick. She's been the sidekick to Big exactly. Daddy Cool. That and that's when Shawn Michaels got upset. And now yes. I got to believe she's going to beat up on, on Raquel Gonzalez? No, it's not going to happen. So, I'm pu- But I am putting something in the book because I've noticed she does this a lot when she's not wearing uh, her wrestling oh, gear. Oh, here we go. You, you know what I'm putting in there. Yeah. Is her fucking da- non-Daisy Dukes. Her Lucy Dukes? <laughs> huh? Her Lucy Dukes? <laughs> Lucy Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> don't have fucking a butt to be wearing those. It's like, <laughs> geez. Yeah, so Dakota's Lucy Dukes is going in the books. All right. Dakota's Lucy Dukes. I'm sorry. You just read the book. <laughs> Terrible. Point five. That's it. High, all right. High points for me for NXT was Chompa and Thatcher versus Pete Dunn and Oni Larkin. I gave it a three. I thought it was match of the night. I really enjoyed the hard hitting. I really enjoyed the whole match in general. Thatcher and Ciampa uh, is one of my favorite tag teams right now in wrestling in general. And I feel like they need to push them more. But I also see where, you know, Pete Dunn and Oni Larkin, they had a really good match with them too. So I gave that match a three. I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's Tony. Not forget, you- let's not forget Ridge Holland returned in that that's match. That's right. And that's a that's huge right. thing right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another another shocking uh, Rich Holland. That was, yeah. and especially how he came in and dominated like he should. I'm I'm ready to see what he does. So, yeah. Tony, what was your high point? It was that it was Champion Thatcher versus Dunn and Lorcan. And I tell you, I love this match so much. I gave it a four. Everything about this match, wow. I loved, man. I was so into this match. I was like, holy shit, look at this. And let me tell you something, man. I wasn't a fan of T- uh, Timothy Thatcher. But Thatcher and Champa as a tag, whew, awesome. They impressive, man. And and my God, yeah, a four I gave it. And yeah, returning Rich Holland, definitely, definitely. Rick, what was your high points? (laughs) Well, my high point was Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota (laughs) Kai. Yeah, I spoiled it for you, Tony, because they got spoils for me. But let me tell you something. I still love this promo. But but see here, cool. but wait, big wait, mommy cool. Who they call the big mommy cool? That's what uh Dakota Kai called Raquel Gonzalez. Really? They better make that a t shirt. I should, I'll buy it. But, but, but here's the thing though uh, to go back on the story on what happened with the uh, Rick spoiling it for me, he shoots me a tax and he's like, Oh, fucking NXT spoiler, you want to hear it? And my dumb ass was like, Yeah, I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> So there's yeah. a story on that. Go ahead. So, but yeah, I really <laughs> like this promo. I thought it was really good. And you know what, Tony? Ever since you said uh, NXT's won three years in a row for our ratings, uh, to start rating it more difficult, that's exactly what I've been doing. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm not even looking forward to watching NXT anymore. Like, yes. there'll be times where I like I turn it on and I'm just like, oh, fuck, Adam Cole fighting mm. Bronson Reed. I'm supposed to – you want to talk about believability. I'm supposed to believe that he could hit uh, Bronson Reed with a Panama Sunrise? Uh-huh. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then we get this Kyle O'Reilly again? 
Like, this is what we're getting again, Adam yeah. Ball, baby. I told you it's gonna be a loser leave town match. Watch, that's mm-hmm. what's gonna be next. Um, but for me, the highest point was Raquel and Dakota. I really enjoyed it, and I really am excited to see what they do together. Yeah. All right. But you know, Rick, going back to that, I I am actually glad that you said that that Kyle O'Reilly came back out too. Because think about this. Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish, they got something, you know, clicking and going on. In that little promo that Roderick Strong and uh, what was uh yeah, Bobby his Fish. manager. Yes. Oh, oh, um uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Anyway, during that one, they said the next match they would have would be their last. Where the fuck is Adam Bro- Adam Coles and Kyle O'Reilly's last match? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. This is getting old. So old. Yeah. But, but yep. I was just throwing it out there. Yeah. Overall, I gave NXT a 1.9 this week. Rick? I gave it a 2. All right, and Tony? Yeah, I give it a 1.81, but uh, I think it should have should have been lower, to be honest. Um, but I will say this as a side note. The one thing, and you were talking about it earlier, about Frankie Monet, she's coming out like a million fucking bucks. You put her in a tag and you have her get the pin? Exactly. Pinned? Frankie Monet, let me tell you something. That she's next. You watch. She's the next big yeah. thing. She's very, very... Uh, you're like loca. it yes coming out the way she comes out boy it's like she is an attention seeker and she demands it and then you have her get pinned exactly like it. but yeah i have it as a 1.81 which is shocking to me but i think it was because i rated uh the timothy thatcher and uh champa match so high with a four um but yeah it's a 1.81 but in my honest opinion i think it should be lower yeah. All yeah. right, with that being said, it's now time for the SmackDown Breakdown. Suck it! Uh, my lowest point was that contract signing. I gave it a point five. Uh, we had Roman Reigns in the ring and Finn Balor getting ready to sign the contract. And then Baron Corbin comes out of nowhere, attacks Finn Balor, yeah. and then John Cena signs the contract, and that's how we get Roman versus Cena. Yeah. Ridiculous, yep. yeah. stupid. There's so many different ways you could have went about this, and you went about this the stupidest way possible. Mm-hmm. That was dumb. That was my lowest point of SmackDown. Uh, Tony, lowest point. Uh, my lowest point was uh, Reginald versus Chad. Oh, yeah. What? Why? Why? It had no meaning behind it. It, it was just, and, and now he's Reggie. Huh? And then to have Chad lose. Yeah. And, you know, it made no sense for me. Um, he wants to be called Reggie. He lost his accent. Not French anymore. It, what? I mean, you know what? I'm going to change it. Fuck it. I gave it a one, but I'm changing it to 0. 0.5. Fuck this. Stupid. Yep. Yep. It was dumb. Uh, Clay, your low points of SmackDown. Lowest point for me had to be uh, Reginald versus Chad Gable. Now, and I'm not... I wasn't gonna do. I wasn't gonna try to do it to have Reggie on on my low points of Raw and low points of SmackDown. But <laughs> you know, you know what? Damn it, I'm gonna do it because yeah. I didn't enjoy this. It didn't yeah. like and the flips again are really cool. He actually had a certain match on SmackDown more than he did Raw, but that whole match it just are we really looking forward to again for the twenty four seven title. And then plus, and I love 
love the new Otis. I do. But in every match of Chad Gable and Otis, they won't get a pin or, you know, anything. It'll cause another DQ because of Otis getting involved. Mm -hmm. Either let Chad get the, get the fall or have Otis like come in and just beat somebody up. I'm tired of the whole DQ to end the match. That's just with me. I gave it the whole thing a one. That's just, I wasn't for it. All right. And high points of SmackDown. I had to go with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair defeating Zelina Vega and Carmella. Uh, I gave it a three. I mean, we saw this coming, though. We saw that Sasha was going to turn on Bianca. Hell yeah, we saw it. But hell yeah, was I excited when I saw it. I really jumped up and I was just like, yes, Sasha, beat that ass. Beat that banana booty ass. Beat it down. (laughs) That's my girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tony, what was your high points of SmackDown? Same thing with uh, it's with that. I gave it, but I gave it a two and a half, and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, and okay. I have it in my notes. Uh, in the very beginning, when Sasha came out, did come out with a big pop, but she was coming out as a baby face, hugging her and this <laughs> and that. When we knew that she was a heel at WrestleMania, all yeah. of a sudden we haven't seen you in months, and then you just go right into a baby face and hugging her. I mean, I'm glad. Bianca's banana booty butt did smile like like had that not smile, but she yeah. had a weird look in the face, like seriously. So what I mean, it kind of told that story of wait a minute, uh, we kind of just hated each other, but it was just predictable of the fact that Sasha was going to turn on her. You know what I'm saying? So I would have, I think it would have been better maybe like after WrestleMania, Sasha started seeing something that uh, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be a bitch, and then she was a baby face from WrestleMania till now. I can see that, but just to straight up come out and be a, a fucking um, a baby face and then tag with her and then turn on her. It was to me it was just predictable, but the match in itself was good. I gave it a two and a, uh, two and a half. I just wasn't like, you know, I just knew it was going to happen, but I do got some questions for you guys. And like I said, I have this on my side notes too. Uh, Carmella, is she damaged goods now? She lost like four in a row. Uh, yes. Uh, I've, send it a smack, send it a raw on the draft and have it revitalized. So, smack right. So, smackdown, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our overalls for smackdown for me, smackdown was a 1.8 this week. Tony, I get a 1.57 this week. All right. But I will say this. Oh. I'm sorry. I will say this. I think smackdown was better than NXT. Oof. All right, Clay. I gave it a 1.8, but I you guys forgot about my highest overall. But oh sorry, your highest. <laughs> no, so you're, you're like you're, you're good. It was it was the same thing as you guys. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks versus Carmelo and Zelina Vega. I gave it a I gave it a two and a half. It was basically everything you guys said, so it didn't really need to be said. Exactly. <laughs> but it does. But it does. All right. Um <laughs> Let's go over Raw versus SmackDown versus AEW versus NXT. Uh, currently, AEW and NXT are tied with five to Raw's three to SmackDown's two. I'm going to go with Clay this week first. Clay, who do you got winning this week? For me, how I have it is I have Monday Night Raw, uh, NXT, SmackDown, and AEW. So I would pick Raw this week. All right, Tony. 
Yeah, I'm, mine's a little messed up too. I mean, that's how I gave a weird look. Oh shit, you got it like that? I didn't even realize it. But I have Raw and AEW close uh, with Raw at a 2.04 and AEW with a 2. Um, and then, uh, according to my notes, how I have it is Raw, AEW, NXT, and then SmackDown. But like I said, I think SmackDown was better than NXT. So I'm going to go with Raw, AEW, SmackDown, and then NXT. All right, and then uh, what are you talking about? I'm gonna go with Monday Night Raw too. Uh, I have I have it as Raw with a two, NXT with a two, uh, and SmackDown with a one point eight, AEW with a one point six. I think AEW was the worst show this week. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna start judging NXT a lot harsher. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with Monday Night Raw as well. So Raw is catching up. It's now AEW, NXT with five, Raw with four, and SmackDown with two. All right, Tony, let's open up the book. Yeah, those are new to the show. Basically, what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And if you don't like it, we're going to slap at your face. So, are you guys ready? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Dragon Breath. Stays. Stays. Really? Really? Yeah. I haven't really been hearing it, though, lately. Well, because Braun's not there. That's true. Drew's still there. Uh, The Way. Stay safe. AEW rankings. Stay safe. Could that just be a lifer? Because they haven't. Yeah. Or just give it a it. shot still. No, put it in the book for lifer. Life. All right. Yep. All right. I'll put it in the lifer. Hold on. Let me. Uh, the AEW rankings isn't as a lifer. Because, yeah, they're still not doing it. And didn't. Who was it? I think Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Didn't she mention something be. about it? Yep. Yes. So what's that tell you, AEW? Mm. <laughs> All righty. Tony's hatred for Sasha because she sucks. How you feel, Tony? She still sucks. Stays. Uh, Clay. <laughs> Clay, you know what you need to do. <laughs> Back and stay. He stays. <laughs> Clay, he tells you every week what you need to do. You still don't do it. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to do. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm serious. Heyman's googly eyes. Stays. Stays. Uh, Morris's cockadoo to do. Stays. Sasha's ghetto laugh. (laughs) Stays. Stays. It stays. Especially now that she's back to being a heel. I want to see her promo next week. Apollo's non-accent. Stays. Stays. Drew storytelling. That's what I'm doing. He hasn't really Stays. All right. Stays. One, one more week. One more yeah. week? Okay. One more week. Okay. Baldy Sam's going to fack herself. Fack. Aziz's jacket. Still Stays. had it. Stays. Jake the Snake's choppers. Stays. Stays. <laughs> Rick's Debbie Downer. Stays. I mean, after, after, after <laughs> sloppy your face, <laughs> that's got to come out. I made you laugh this whole episode. <laughs> All right. Because you said that, I'll take it off. Yay! <laughs> <Convince> me, <laughs> fucking slick bastard. Ginger's uh, <laughs> beard ball spot stays. Stays. Really? Looked like he yeah. had it then. No, he still got it. Uh, they, it's they still there. Took a a damn black marker and colored it in or something. Uh, Bianca's banana booty butt stays. Stays. Zero. Oh, Sazero, sorry. Zazero stays. Zazero, yeah. Uh, Omas's choppers. Stays. stays. Kevin Dunn's camera shots. Stays. stays. And the new entrants, we had a bunch of them today, into the book, Charlotte Stilettos. 
Stays. Reggie's lost accent. Stays. Stays. And Dakota's Lucy Dukes. Stays. <laughs> All right, that's it for the show. Uh, after we close out the show, we will play the five-second shuffle game right now. It was Elio Canella, but he's not here to defend the title, so I just got word from the wrestling POV president that he has to relinquish the title, so we are going to have a new champion today between Clay Cummings and Rick Serrano the third. and it's an easy game. All I do is I just play a random song off my phone. I hit the shuffle button, so I don't know you know what song is coming up i only play five seconds of it and the first one to five wins that's it that's how easy it is that's how we ride off into the sunset until next week where we give you guys more content and haberdasheries and the fact that fucking bray wyatt was released no yeah still can't get over it with that being said i am your host tony diaz along with the 50 dollar man clay cummings and the third wheel rick serrano the third love peace and wrestling we'll see y'all next week peace out all right um i guess who did uh elio defeat to become champion me rick rick all right so i'll give you the advantage uh, you can either go first or you can give it a clay. I'm going to go first. <laughs> All right. Remember, there's AEW songs in this now. So you All sure right. you want to go first? Yes, I am. All right. Here you go. Here's your first one. That is uh, Ty Shin. No, it is not. Clay. Is that Hideo Itami? No, it is not. It's Killian Dane. Wow. I got the flutes mixed up. I thought it was an Asian flute. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought, too. All right. Uh, Clay, this one's on you. Uh, Is that Sean Spears? No, it is not. Uh, Rick for Steele. Is that Sam Guevara? No, it is not. It's Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, Man of the Year. Wow. I told you there was going to be some AEW in there. Yep. All right, Rick, this one's for you. Sasha Banks. Yes, Sasha Banks. <laughs> All right, Rick's up one. Nothing. Clay, this is for you. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon, yes. Tied up at one. Rick, this one's for you. The Iconics. Yes, the Iconics. Oddly enough, though, I'm going to give it to you, though, but because it does say the Iconics, but oddly, oddly enough, they only have a picture of Billy Kay on there. Wow. Wow. But it does, you can see right there, I'm showing the guys, you can see right there, it just says the Iconics. It does not say Billy Kay, but Mm. it's just weird how it just has Billy Kay's picture. That is weird. Very, very weird. All right, Rick is up two to one. Clay, this one is for you. Is that Lance Archer? No, it is not. Rick, for the steal. Is that... Christian? No, it is not. It's the American males, Marcus Bagel and Scotty Riggs. Always get that one wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who's it go? Who's it on? Me. Rick. Rick? Okay. Yeah. You're up what? Two to one? Two to one. Two to one. Yep. Okay. 
Uh, is that the Dungeon of Doom? No, it is not. Clayford Steele. Is that Snitsky? Yes, it's Snitsky. Yeah. And they say the name in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't make it out. All right, Clay is on the board. It is two, two to two, right? Two to two. Yep. Two to two. All right. Yep. So it goes to Clay. Yep. All right, Clay can go up three to two. Here you go. That's that boy, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, yes. All right, Clay's up three to two. Rick, this one's for you. You can look, but you can't touch. You can't trade it on the stop. Nikki Bella. No, it is not. Clay for the steal. Is that Brie Bella? No, it is not. It the is Bella the twins. Bella Twins. Oh. Yes. The Bella Twins. Yeah. Well, you know what? Said. I don't blame you guys for guessing it like that. I really don't. Yeah. I really don't. All right. Now it goes back to Clay. Here you go. Yep. yep. Eddie Guerrero. Yes. Eddie Guerrero, you're up four to two. Rick, well, yeah. Rick, it goes on you. You can uh, creep closer. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Is this uh, Angel Garza? No, it is not. Clay for the steal, an impossible win. Is that Yoshitatsu? No, it's not. It is Drew Gulak. Oh. Drew Gulak. All right, goes to Clay, right? Clay. All right, Clay can get the win off of this. Will he get a softball? Who knows? All right, here you go. Matt Riddle. Yes, Matt Riddle. Yeah. (laughs) And it does say Matt Riddle. It does not say Riddle. It's yeah, I was Matt scared. Riddle. I was scared to say just Riddle. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> All right. Clay is the new five second shuffle champion. There you go. And I know Elio's going to uh, make some uh, remarks or comments or cut a promo <laughs> even on the fact that he just lost his title on, uh, on just not being here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We stick with the, with the, with the rules. You got to defend the title. You got to be that belt's look That belt's looking good around me, Elio. Damn. Damn. <laughs> you don't know the rights. 